Welcome to Local Supporting Local, brought to you by Jess Longstaff from Box Love Scotland. In this podcast, I will be speaking with other local independent businesses and people to find out more about their story. So sit down, relax, grab a cup of tea and enjoy. Welcome back to our second episode of Local Supporting Local. This week we have the lovely Jenna Waldron, who is a local artist who is based in Edinburgh. So, hello Jenna. Hi. Good morning, how are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. So, tell us, tell us about yourself. Um, so, my name is Jenna. Um, I'm an artist originally from London, um, who now lives in Edinburgh. Um, I studied at Edinburgh College of Art for four years and graduated in June last year. So I'm a COVID graduate. <laughs> um, you made it through. I know. It was, it was a hard thing to get through, obviously, like it was for a lot of people, but we made it. Um, so yeah, so now I work uh, three to four days a week at a picture framers in Edinburgh called Edinburgh Arts and Picture Framers. Nice. Um, and then I have a studio in Nidri um, where I spend all of my days off, um, as many days as I can in there really, making my art, um, kind of continuing to grow my practice and create. Nice. So can you tell us a bit about your background and how you became an artist? Like when did you first decide this is what I want to do? Um, I think, I mean, speaking to like my mum, she said that I always like drew, I was always like trying to create art when I was like little and like it was always something that obviously interested me and fascinated me. Um, and then I would say like the shift in sort of focus on it was probably when I was around 14, I did work experience at Insight School of Art back in London. Um, and the guy that runs the space, Paul Regan sort of took me under his wing and for the first week I was sort of focused on like the teaching side of things and then the second week he was just sort of like go paint for a week just have a week in one of the studios and just paint and like it was terrifying and um, I remember I made this really awful like self-portrait in blue and it was massive and it was just rubbish and I remember just it kind of like um, sparked something in me of like I don't know, like, I enjoyed this, I want to get better at this, I want to, like, really push myself, so that was around the time I was, like, doing my GCSEs, and I just sort of, you know, would come home from school every day and just, like, create stuff for art, you know, that was, like, my focus, and just really, like, honed my skills, honed my technique, Um, so, yeah, kind of really took it seriously from there, and then obviously decided that I wanted to study it at university, and again, that sort of really focused my attention and my sort of path moving forward that that was what I wanted to do yeah nice um and so you mentioned before as well you went to ECA Mm -hmm. um so what made you kind of choose ECA as as an option for you um well I was sort of torn because obviously I was living in London at the time so I was torn between either doing a foundation course in London and living home for a year and then going off to uni for three years after that Um, or the alternative was to look at the specific art schools across the country that offer four-year courses so you sort of have that foundation integrated into the first year Um, so I looked at Glasgow, Edinburgh, various different places 
Um, and I think when I just came to Edinburgh, I just sort of fell in love with the city. Yeah. And I remember, like, we came up to visit the degree show at Edinburgh, and I was, oh, like, yeah. so, like, amazed by, like, the studios and how light they were and how big they were. And um, I just love the fact that everything was, like, in one place as well. So, like, you had, like, the studio, but you also had, like, the wood workshop and there was like a little shop that you could buy supplies at and there's a printmaking so like you know you could literally be in the studio and be like I've had this idea and you can run down and like do it there yeah. and then pretty much or you know sort it out to do the next day yeah um so yeah kind of just like the vibe of the city I think and the art school itself just really drew me to it yeah um I don't know I feel like Whenever I go back to London, I feel like I'm at home. Yeah. And then whenever I come back to Edinburgh, I feel like I'm at home. And I feel like it's quite rare that you have that sort of, like, comfort and that sort of, like, I don't know, you just feel like you're where you're meant to be. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I feel that with both of the cities. Yeah. I think Edinburgh has an, an impact like that on quite mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people say it's just, they say it's quite a magical city. And mm-hmm. I think for artists and photographers, it's definitely mm-hmm. a good place to be definitely as well cool cool um and so when you were at ECA so you were there for four years Mm -hmm. um and you mentioned that you graduated during lockdown Mm -hmm. so tell us a bit more about that what was what was that like during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. studying that must have been really tough it was definitely tough I think it's obviously not what anyone like no one could have imagined the way that the world was going to go yeah Um, And I think it kind of just was quite a shame, really, because, you know, when I had visited the art school all those years ago, I imagined myself in four... Because basically the way that it works at the art school is in first year you start out with a really small studio, and in second year you get, like, a little bit more space, and in third year you get a bit more. And then by the time you get to fourth year, you get this massive space, and it's sort of like this unspoken rule, really, that, you know, you sort of sacrifice a little bit for those sort of first couple of years and then in fourth year it's like your your time to shine Mm -hmm. um so when covid hit we were sort of towards the end of our third year so it was good in the sense that I'd sort of gotten into like the stride of my practice and like I'd found what I focus on now which is sort of recording these everyday moments and like I was quite lucky that I'd found that while things were still normal because it meant I had this idea that I could then grow yeah um but obviously it meant that like all of the facilities were taken away from us. Mm. We were all told that we had to paint from our bedrooms. Mm. Um, so I was living with two other art students, um, Holly and Charlotte. Um, and we had this tiny little flat in um, in uh, Tollcross. Oh, yeah. And it had... So we each had our own bedroom. And then we had a kitchen, but like a box kitchen. Oh, no. And that was, like, the extent of the space that we had. Yeah. Um, And, like, my bedroom, for example, didn't get any daylight in it. Yeah. So as a painter, obviously, that's quite difficult to to handle. So, I mean, we adapted. We got through it. Um, I think, if anything, like, it was good in the sense that I think it showed, like, me particularly that if I can make, continue to make work and actually finish a degree in that situation yeah that now that I have my own studio space like there's not really like not there's no excuse but you know like I can if I could work through that then you know now I have my own studio space and I'm working um in my own time and stuff like yeah 
you know, it feels like more of a luxury and I think... Yeah, makes you appreciate things. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think it sort of shows how resilient we all are as artists and that, yeah. you know, if we can paint from our bedrooms and sculpt from our bedrooms and stuff, then now that we've got, you know, the freedom as post-grads to make our own decisions, you know, yeah, we can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. And um, so let's talk about your art specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously every artist has their own kind of vibe and their own feel and mm-hmm. um, every artist is different. Um, I've obviously seen your art, I've actually bought some of your art and my boyfriend actually bought some of your art. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I've bought some of Jenna's art. So um, yeah, you're, I feel like your style is quite unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to just talk about your art specifically and what kind of mm-hmm. vibe it is? And So my work is sort of focused on capturing sort of everyday moments that I sort of experience. Um, So generally it's sort of just moments that I see and I think, oh, I'll just take a little photograph of that. And I take so many photographs that most of them don't ever turn out into anything. But I sort of have this sort of repertoire of images that I'll look through and be like, oh, that's an interesting composition or that sort of thing. So I think... um, it's sort of based around the idea of like, um, there's this art, uh, this author called um, Deborah Levy, and she writes these three books called Living Autobiographies. So each book is about a different passage in her life. And in an interview, she sort of spoke about the idea of, you know, most biographies are written at the, towards or autobiographies are like written towards the end of someone's life. And, like, how interesting it would be to, like, write your story as you go. Yeah. And I think, like, in a way, maybe, like, my art is, like, me writing my story or, like, capturing my story, like, as I go. So it can be as simple as, like, I'm having dinner with a friend and, like, I'll take a photo of, like, you know, a still life on the table or, you know, a moment that they're, you know, having some food or drinking something or, you know, it could just be um, one of the paintings called Riverside Nectar which is a photograph of my hand with an orange in it. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, was, that um, yeah. it was literally, I was in Yorkshire with a couple of friends uh, in the summer, and we were sort of sitting by this river eating oranges, and I was like, this is such a sweet moment, yeah. you know? So I just took this little photo, and then it kind of takes on its own life, really. Yeah, so the cute. photos are quite simple, but then I think with the way that I add colour and distill the images, they kind of make them feel a bit unique and yeah um I guess it create my own language through them and that sort of thing yeah I love that because you can obviously look through all your art and when you're older and things Mm -hmm. you can look back and Mm -hmm. all your images that you've created they're going to be memories Mm that will bring you back to different moments so definitely I love that that's great thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay cool um so this is the section of the podcast where we ask our guests to bring one item with them. Um, so Jenna, what item have you brought with you and um, why? I have bought my little red book. <laughs> That's a cute red book. It is a diary, so it's a calendar, well it's called a weekly notebook. So on the left side you have like your Monday to Sunday and the days. And then on the right side, you have like loads of just like empty space just to write what you need. Nice. Which is probably a bit of a boring item, but it's a very essential item in sort of the everyday life of an artist. Yeah. Um, because I think some people don't realise um, 
as a new artist or as an emerging artist, you are not only, you know, your, your role is not only to like paint and draw and create, there's the whole other behind the scenes side, which is the business side of things. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, applying to the open calls, it's making sure you're getting your work into galleries, it's putting on exhibitions, it's um, doing your taxes, you know, stuff like that, um, you know, is all going on behind the scenes, you know, even silly things like running an Instagram account, you know, little things the artist is constantly doing. Um, So, like, this book helped me kind of keep track of everything that I need to do, um, so I've constantly got a to-do list um, nice. on the go. It looks very colourful. I know, yeah. obviously, you're just listening and you can't do this, but <laughs> it looks very colourful mm-hmm. and it looks very neat as well. You've got lots of highlights lots going of on. Lots of different things. Well, I definitely am someone that finds it very satisfying to highlight something yeah, when it's done. Do. So sometimes I literally just write something that I'm about to finish just to highlight it, which is really <laughs> nice. sad, but I feel like you need that sort of yeah. mini you know, reward. But it's pretty much, you know... I make a note, so of every single open call or deadline or things like that, meetings, podcasts like this, you know, you've got to make a note because I've got to keep track of what's going on all the time. Yeah. Um, I also obviously have a note of what days I'm working at the Picture Framers because that kind of varies week to week. So some weeks I work sort of three days, some weeks I work four days, so keep a track of that. And then also, you know, things like... Um, just you know drop this painting off here you know invoice this person here just stuff like that really so yeah. I think behind I mean I'm sure a box stuff has the same sort of thing where you must I, have you know a note of all the things that you've got to do <laughs> keep on top of I don't know if I'm as organized as you uh-huh. I do have a calendar mm-hmm. that I use but I think you've actually motivated me I might go and buy a red it's satisfying well, yeah. you can get different <laughs> colors as well but I just yeah. think you know Pretty much every Christmas, I ask for one of these. Yeah. Because um, I ask for like a fancy moleskin one, and yeah. I'm like, "Can I have this for my Christmas, please?" Because um, it just sets me up for the year, really. And I try and keep it neat as well, because then, like, I don't know, it kind of makes me want to, you know, tick things off and stuff. But, yeah, it motivates you, I guess, doesn't it? So. But yeah, no, I think um, behind, you know, every artist. Oh, I don't know. I think it probably changes as you go on in your career and you get mm. gallery representation or you have someone that would do this sort of thing for you. But sort of as a, a you know, a newly graduated artist that's sort of just sort of treading into the art scene, mm-hmm. um, it really helps to be organised because there's just so much going on all the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. Thank you for bringing that along. <laughs> so, Jenna, um, this is a section of the podcast where... You, it gives you the opportunity to support local as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any other local artists or businesses, companies that you would recommend or that you love? Mm-hmm. Um, this is your chance to really kind of give them a shout out and talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start with the artists. Um, so I'll probably be slightly biased and shout out some of my friends here in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with Charlotte Taylor or Char Taylor who is one of my closest art friends um, she um, is actually in the same studio as me 
Um, so she sort of works very um, conceptually. So her work is a lot of sculptural pieces with a lot of sort of depth and research behind them. Nice. Um, so I'd keep an eye on her because she's definitely going to do well for herself. Yeah. And then you've also got Mari McPhail, who's also another artist who actually we just together along with a few other people within the um, Alt-D collective have just put on a show at St. Margaret's house. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah, so the show was titled Tenderfoot, so it kind of links back to what I was speaking about earlier about um, the show presented 25 artists that had graduated from Edinburgh College of Art in 2021, and the title sort of paid homage to sort of Tenderfoot basically means like to sort of dip your toes into new waters. Yeah. So the idea of like the 25 artists that wanted to take part, um, you know, how they found sort of creating art postgrad, like being a postgrad and, yeah. you know, giving them the opportunity to show those um, works. So yeah, so Mari's work is beautiful as well. Yeah. And she sort of does these um, very graphic um, sort of with those found objects that she had paint and sort of collage together. Nice. And then you've also got, um, in my studio as well, you've got a business called Drums by Darren. He sort of takes I've drum kits. I've seen him. I actually, I started following him on Instagram Yeah, recently. so he's got a space in my studio. I didn't know that he was in your studio. Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I came across him and I was like, this is such a good business idea. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yes, it's oh, really I nice. That. I realise. Well, I literally, like, he'll bring the drums into the studio and, like, I'll see the whole process all yeah. the way through. Um, so, that's cool so yeah that's right his stuff's really good nice. and then you've got Anesh um, Mulford in my studio well done she's just been um, shortlisted for um, an exhibition at the Mall Galleries in London oh, fantastic um, god I could go on and on about <laughs> yeah. artists that I love in Edinburgh um, and then I think in terms of more like businesses yeah um, I love Glow Cafe on um, Gilmore Place. Oh, which I've is, never been there. It's really sweet. It's run by this lovely lady. And just it opened up, I think, only like a couple months ago, maybe a year ago. Ah, uh, okay, um, so it's quite new. It's quite new. Yeah. Um, and it's purple, so you'll definitely uh, be able to spot it. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, uh, like really good coffee. And it's just up the road from where I live. So yes. um, I like to go there and do my admin because um, I think... That's one thing I've like learned about the way that I work as an artist and as a business, I guess, is um, that I like to have separation. So like I yeah. like to have my studios where I create. Yeah. And then um, I like to either do my admin in the kitchen in my house or yeah. um, sometimes if I'm feeling a bit like I need a separate headspace, I'll go to a coffee shop. So Glow Cafe is amazing. And then there's also Don't Tell Mama in Toll Cross. Oh, I've seen that. Which yeah, is yeah, lovely yeah. as well. A bit yes. more lively. So yeah. sometimes you are like, oh my God, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, sort um, of buzz about it. Definitely. But lovely coffee there as well. And both beautiful people that run like the spaces and just like, you know, very like um, accommodating and like, nice. you know, always give you like water and your coffee yeah. and like just like really nice. I yeah. just think there's something really nice about a homely coffee shop. Yeah, I think that goes a long way, actually. The people who actually are behind the businesses, I think that mm-hmm. always has quite a huge impact on the business itself. And it is like those nice little touches where mm-hmm. they might come over and give you a little glass of water and things mm-hmm. like that. So, exactly. Okay, perfect. Is there anyone else that you want to... You've covered quite a lot there. I, I think I've covered a lot. I mean, yeah, I think um, there's so many amazing artists um, in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, and I think... See, like, from the Tenderfoot exhibition that, 
you know, despite like COVID and all these lockdown measures that were in place, the, like all of these artists have still like continued a, their practice and like are creating amazing works. And I just think like I'm really excited to see, you know, where we all end up. Really. Yeah, no, it is exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to come and meet with me today and chat mm-hmm. about you being an artist and your mm-hmm. background and everything. Um, no, it's greatly appreciated. So yeah enjoy the rest of your day thank you and um i'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of you soon Uh um so jenna as well i'd like to say she's on instagram if you want to give her a follow Mm -hmm. um and you can buy her art what's the best way actually to buy your art um at the moment it would just be if you saw a piece on instagram that you were interested in you could just message me about it um i'm currently in the process of sort of adding like a shop part to my website um but that's um another story (laughs) websites are difficult they are difficult i can confirm yeah Mm -hmm. um okay perfect so yeah you can find her on instagram what's your instagram handle so it's just jenna waldron jenna waldron and then my website's www.jennawaldron and then i'm on facebook as jenna waldron (laughs) and what else there's one more What's the other platform? Twitter? <laughs> oh, email. Oh, email. Yeah. <laughs> Email's just um, channelwardrow at hotmail.com. Perfect. If you've got any questions or if you want any advice or anything like that. Great. Thank you so much, Jenna. Lovely. Thank <laughs> you. If you'd like to take part in the Local Supporting Local podcast, all you need to do is drop us an email at info at boxlovescotland.co.uk. We are Local Supporting Local brought to you by Box Love Scotland. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.